Here we are. <coughs> I want to I start in verse 12, chapter 6, and I'm going to read it all the way down. So now King David was told, the Lord has blessed the household of Obed, Odom, and everything he has, because the ark of God, because of the altar of God. So David went down and brought up the ark of God from the house of Odom, Edom, and the city of David with rejoicing. Now David hears, you know, this family is getting blessed. And he's like, okay, I kind of want that. And he's going over because he wants to bless his too, something like that. And he's rejoicing on the way there. When those who were carrying the ark of the Lord had taken six steps, he sacrificed a bull and a flatter and a fading calf. David, wearing a lion ephod, danced before the Lord with all his might. With all his might. While he and the entire house of Israel bought up the ark of the Lord with shouts and sounds of trumpets. As the ark of the Lord was entering the city of David, Michael, daughters of Samuel, watching from the window, and when she saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, she despised him in her heart. I'm like, dude, King David rejoicing and going crazy after the Lord, and there's all this despising him. I hope there's no despise in this church, man, because God, I'm like, we're not showing, we're, we're here worshiping God. We're not here to fool around. When we're crying out, man, we're focusing to God. I hope there's no despise in here. But Lord, have mercy on anybody that despises anybody here just worshiping God. Because we're here just entering His presence. Telling Him, come Lord. One is spirit. There's a living God. He does exist. And if you, all you got to do is just naturally make an effort with your flesh. Worship God if you don't know how to. If you don't believe in Him, if you need strength of your faith, that's what I'm going to preach about later. So you got first go with the natural, and then let the supernatural take over, like Pastor Joe says. Uh, stuff here we learn from Pastor Joe. <laughs> Thank God. See, gotta go with the natural first, and let the supernatural come in. And the supernatural is His presence. You start feeling Him. You start getting lost. Start transforming you. Now here we are. Okay, as the Lord. As the ark, I read that already. They brought the ark of the Lord and set it in this place inside the tent that David had pitched for it. That they, and David sacrificed burnt offering and fellowship offered before the Lord. After he had finished sacrificing the burnt offering and fellowship offer, he blessed the people in the name of the Lord Almighty. Then he gave a loaf of bread, a cake of dates, and a cake of raisins to each person in the whole crowd of Israel, both men and women, and all people went to their homes. When David returned home to bless his household, Micah, daughter of Samuel, came out to meet him and said, How the king of Israel has distinguished himself today. This robbing in the sight of the slave girls of the servants and any vulgar fellow would. David said to Micah, You hear Micah here? She's complaining. She has that messed up heart. She's just kind of like, She got that messed up heart. She kind of like, she's not feeling this. Now, David tells her this. It will be before the Lord who shoots me rather than your father or anyone from the house when he appoints me rule over the Lord's people of Israel. I will celebrate before the Lord. I will become even more indignified than this. And I will be humiliated in my own eyes. But by these slaves, girls you spoke of, I will be held in honor and Micah daughter of Saul had no children to that day of her death 
You see how God does? You see what God does? I hope God doesn't do, I'm like, God doesn't do anything like that to anybody here doesn't worship him. This woman wouldn't worship God. And God pretty much cursed her. She couldn't have any babies. And so she died. David became ruler of Israel. You know, he was honored. But yet, you know, he was also a clown for God, you know. Stripped himself naked and danced over, I'm like, you know, worshiping God. That's the way we should do it here. You know, this is no different from, yeah, this happened, what, more than 2,000 years ago, about 4,000 years ago. And, and, and what I'm like, just God deserves all the praise and worship, man. We got to worship God. Go after him. All right. I'm going to go back to my, what I had for message today. My topic is faith. Okay. Here we are. You want to go to uh, Hebrews 11, verse 1. So what I want to talk about today is what belief can do. I know everybody believes in somebody, right? Everybody believes. We all have beliefs. Either else, we don't wake up in the morning and believe that we won't go to school. So we believe, we get up in the morning, I believe I'm going to have a good day at school. I believe today I got a class, so I'm going to go. Okay, so we all believe in something. So what belief can do? Okay, in Hebrews 11.1 1, it says, um, Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. I want to I want to talk about faith, okay? Now, a lot of us when we worship, I, I feel like there's people in here that when we worship God, they don't have faith. You know, that's why they don't worship God. They don't have faith in God. And I'm like, why would we go? Why would we come to church? We come to church because we have faith. We gotta have faith in God. Faith is everything. Without faith, there's nothing. Faith is being sure of what we hope for. What is hope? To, nowadays, people use faith in, in society. They, they use faith in so many different bad ways, and it's not the right way. Okay? I have faith the Cubs are going to win the World Series. That's not right. No, that's not the faith from God. Okay? Faith is so powerful. Faith is just something more than having, you know, faith in myself. I have faith in me. No, no. Okay, here. It says, being sure of what we hope for. Now, in order to have faith, you gotta have hope for something, right? What is hope? Hope is just putting whatever you're, you're, you're having faith on in God's hands. It's like, I hope that my mom, or mom, I hope, let's see, mom, I hope you cook good dinner tonight. So you're putting your dinner in your mom's hands. Okay, no, that's not how it is, you know? You're hoping for it, you're putting, why, why, you could do that too, but what's more better than to hope for it? I'm like putting whatever you have on you or putting whatever you, you want to you wanna see in the future. or Why not put it in God's hands? Hope. That's what hope is. You know? Put it in God's hands. That's what it is. And let him take control of it. Let him take care of it. You know? That's why I tell it off. Hey, man, I hope I see you across over. It's like, that's, trying, that's what I'm trying to say. You know? God, I put it in your hands. May he be a crossover. <laughs> Worship him in the streets. Amen. All right. Now, faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Okay? See, this, this, there's, there's no mystery to this because we all know God, right? We feel Him. Okay? Certain of what we do not see. We don't see God, just like Josh was saying earlier. You know, we don't see the wind, but we feel the wind. We don't see it. Right? 
Faith is being sure what we hope for and certain what we do not see. Let's move on. I want to talk to you guys about what James speaks about faith and prayer of faith. James 5, 13. Okay. Five thirteen, the prayer of faith. Here we are. Is any one of you in trouble? He should pray. If anyone happy, let him sing songs of praise. If any one of you sick, he should call the elders of the church to pray over him and anoint him with oil in, in the name of the Lord. Now, how how can faith operate in our lives? Who knows? Okay, the only way for faith to operate in our lives is Having love. You know, Jesus Christ said, loving God, love people. You know, love your brother the way you love yourself. Faith is not going to work if you don't have love. And how? See, this all goes together. How are you going to have love? Love doesn't come from us. It comes from God. How are we going to receive that? Through worship. When you go into God, He fills you up. Believe it or not. That's what I'm saying. What belief can do, guys? What belief can do? What is faith? We all need to ask God every single day to strengthen our faith. He wants us. And says right here, anyone who's troubled, he should pray. Praise it should be our number one element right there. That's, what, that's the most important thing. Without prayer, there's no faith. Without prayer, there's no love. And people, I'm like, there's a say that, um, you know, character is very important. You know, a character can build a church up and it can destroy a church. But... You know, is that character either, you know, of course, it has to be good, right? To build up, um, say, say, you know, say, uh, I have the right character, I have a good character, a righteous character, but is it sincere? You know? Is it sincere? Is it true from the heart? You know? Now, is anyone happy to sing songs of praise? If anyone is sick, you should call the elders of the church, pray over him, and anoint him with the hands of oil. I want to get down to the bottom of this. And the prayer offers and the faith will make the sick people well. The Lord will raise him up. If he has sinned, he will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of the righteous man is powerful and effective. Amen. Elijah was a man just like us. He prayed earnestly that it will not rain. See? There you go. Earnestly. He's putting that character of intensity. You know, that's what we're here. We're earnestly worshiping God, you know, intensely seeking after Him. That's what God wants. He wants to be earnest after Him, you know, seek after Him. Where am I? Earnest, okay. And it did not rain on the land of three and a half years. Again, He prayed, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth produced its crops. My brother, if one of you should wander from the truth and someone should bring him back, remember this. Whoever turns a sinner from the errors of this way will save him from death and cover over a multitude of sins. I want to jump to another thing here. What is our vision at Metro Praise Church? Connect, mentor, and send. All right. Where, where are we, where, I'm like, how and where are we applying our faith today? Where is your faith? Where is your faith being applied? 
um, getting straight A's, that's good. You know, you can honor, you know, glorify God in that way. You know, we all, God gives us talents. Something I wanted to preach about today, too. But um, save it for some other time. Save it for next Friday. No, he's preaching next Friday. <laughs> so here we are. Connect, mentor, and send, guys. We've got to put our faith into that. You know? <sighs> Connect. Just like Jesus connected the 12 men. He mentally discipled them. Everybody knows this, right? And he sent them out. And what happened? Now this happening. 2008 years later, we still got disciples. And how, how did it all occur? Because Jesus had love, right? And, he, and they grew faith in him. They believed in him, just like it says, right? And in John 3.16, For God so loved the world, that he gave his one only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish. Believe. What does believe do? Believe is not just believing, saying you believe, but actually obeying and doing it, you know? When you believe in something, you know, I'm like, you apply faith into it, of course. But again, guys, faith does not operate without love. That's why worship is very important so God can transform your heart. And prayer, 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 after prayer, prayer, prayer. You should live by prayer and walk in prayer and do everything in prayer. Thanking God in prayer. Let's go on to um, earnestly seek God, guys. Seek Him. Have faith. He's real. He is real. Let's go to uh, Matthew 8. Let's see how faith works here. Let's get to this. Matthew 8, verse 5. The faith of the centurion, okay? Faith can heal. Let's get a little bit more deeper here. All right? How are we going to use our faith? Let's, let's read here. When Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him asking for help. Lord, he said, my servant lies at home paralyzed and in terrible suffering. Jesus said to him, okay, I'm going to read that again. When Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him asking for help. Lord, he said, my servant lies at home paralyzed and terrified and terrible suffering. So this man is coming to Jesus. I'm like, you imagine the anguish that he feels. You know, my servant is, you know, is paralyzed and he's terribly suffering. Who is he going to? Jesus. Why? Because he believes in him. Right? He has faith in him. Can you imagine this man? Then Jesus says to him, I will go and heal him. Right? Jesus is like, sure, you know, I am Jesus. I am the Son of God. I'll do it. Of course, that's what I come and do. But look, look at this. Serve, okay? And the sentence replied, Lord, I do not deserve to have you come under my roof, but just say the word and my servant will be healed. For I myself I am a man under authority with soldiers under me. I tell this one, go, and he goes. And that one comes, and he comes. And I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. This guy's a leader. What, what, what do we build here at Metro Praise? Leaders. Right? Disciples. That's what we always try and like, you know, we kind of stress it. I know Nancy and Pastor Joe are kind of hard on us a lot of times. We always try and build us up, you know, quick, you know, or strength, something like that. You know, but, but it's good because we need leaders just like this man's leader. Check this out in what Jesus says. When Jesus heard this, he said, astonished. and No, he was astonished. And said to those following him, I tell you the truth, 
I have not found anyone in Israel with such great faith. Faith. You see, Jesus, he's like, hold on a second. He's saying, I'll go do it. But this guy has faith. Why do I have to do it? God wants the same thing from every single one of us. You know? Passage, uh, you see, what was it, like a couple months ago? I was feeling, my stomach was really bad. I was really sick in my stomach. I was like going to the washroom and I don't know what was wrong. I thought I had like, I thought I had like some kind of disorder. I don't know what was wrong with me. I was, I tried even tired Beto Bismol and it didn't work. But then um, Pastor Joe was doing an elevator service. He said, does anybody want to get healed? Come up to the altar and I come up. So my stomach, man, I believe and I have faith. You know, through the Holy Spirit, be, you know, heal me. I just went like this. All he did is just like, be healed. I'm like, yes, I received. And I had that pain for like three weeks, man. Three straight weeks. And that thing wouldn't come off. So then I'm like, during that time, I was going through a lot of stuff, you know. Going, I was working, see what else, mostly working, stressing out at work. And business was just like horrible. And, um, you know, some family issues too. So then I get healed. Like, I, I, it just went off like that, went out. And it didn't come back again. I thought it wouldn't come back. I, I thought that thing wouldn't leave. So then I told um, Jorge, Pastor Jorge, the Spanish ministry pastor, I told him about, you know, I got healed, Pastor. He's like, wow. He's like, how were you feeling? And I told him, like, the side effects that I have. You know, I was feeling this and that, nauseous and throwing up. It's like, he, he tells me, he tells me, you, you were stressed out, man. That was not no diarrhea or anything like that. You were stressed. And I was just like, are you for real? I'm like, I thought the Lord healed my bad stomach, but I actually, you know, I was stressed out. I was really stressed out. That's what, if, if you, you Google up stress, no, you don't have to. You know, side effects, the side effects of it, you know, I had them all. And, 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 and Jorge was right. He was so right. And I'm like, Lord, you heal my stress? I'm like, I, sometimes we get so caught up and we don't know how, how worried we get and how stressed and depressed we get at certain times. I was so stressed. And I was like, Lord, you healed it. And all I do is just like, you know, I had faith in you. And Pastor Joe, being a leader, you know, believing a faithful man of God, just like Jesus said right here, I have not found anyone in Israel with such great faith. Now let's continue. I say to you that many will come from the east and the west and will take their place at the feast with Abraham. Okay? Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. Many. Those many is going to be that man right there. The center of him into the kingdom of heaven. Okay? Why? Because he has faith. And he operated by it. Because I'll show you right now how he did Isaac and, okay, but the subject of the kingdom will be thrown outside into the darkness, where there will be whipping and garnishing of teeth. But the subject of the kingdom will be thrown outside into the darkness, where there will be garnishing, where there will be whipping and garnishing of teeth. Then Jesus said to the centurion, Go, and it will be done just as you believe it would. And his servant was healed at the very hour. Jesus said it. I'm like, Jesus said it, you know, that, that we can do even greater things than what he has done. All we got to do, Jesus, the Lord, all one thing the Lord asks from us is to walk by faith, not by sight. If we walk by faith, anything is possible. You understand? I'm talking about healing. I'm talking about families getting saved. I'm talking about building up disciples. I'm talking about the 500 churches that we want and a thousand souls. 
I'm not talking about getting brand new shoes. I'm not talking about, you know, buying a new car, have faith. No, man. How are we applying our faith today? How? Have mercy on us, Lord. Those who come to God must believe, you know. That's why worship, worship, prayer, faith, to me are like in the spirit, worship, prayer. And then behind that is, you know, just the spirit is all in there and having faith. I'm like, we've got to focus and ask God to strengthen us during those times. Because a lot of times, I don't, I, don't, I don't feel like worshiping, man. And I'm one of the craziest worshipers here because I just like tell the Lord, you know what, Lord? I'm so tired, but take it away because you deserve this. And he just takes over, and I get all this energy and strength. So I, have, I put my faith in it. Give me that strength. Let's go to uh, Mark 9, 17, A man in the crowd answered, Teacher, I brought you my son who is possessed by a spirit that has robbed him of speech. Another, see, you see how faith should be operated, you know, for those people that, you know, that really need the faith, you know. People are suffering, like the centurion man. The, the man, you know, he had one of his servants really sick, paralyzed, you know. People that are oppressed, people that are, you know, that need God. Need the power of God. More love, more power, more of you in our lives. That's what we want. This man right here comes to Jesus. Teacher, I brought you my son who is possessed by a spirit that has robbed him of speech. Whenever it sights him, it throws him into the ground and he foams at the mouth. Ganesian's teeth becomes rigid. I asked your disciples to drive out the spirit, but they could not. Now, I now, a person possessed by spirit is a powerful scene, okay? I don't know who has seen that before, but that's, that's real. And the devil, that's the way he runs. I'm like, he is real and he can just destroy, he can destroy anyone, you know? He can destroy even me, you know? I'm, it just takes that one little bad decision, you know? That little one wrong choice. All it takes is that one little thing and then that's it. It can fall hard, and you just never know. That's why every day, just ask for God for strength and guidance, and you know, ask Him to not lead us into our own understanding, but into in His. Let's see where am I? Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I keep losing myself. As you assume, people, where am I at? Oh, okay. Thank you. All right, here we are. He foaming on his teeth and so on, right? But they cannot do it, right? Disciples couldn't do anything. Jesus says, oh, unbelieving generation, how long should I stay with you? 
How long should I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. I'm like, Jesus gave the responsibility to the disciples to do, you know, to operate the power of the Holy Spirit and cast out demons and heal people. Right? And and we cannot even operate by faith and go preach the gospel. We, we, we cannot draw one soul to the kingdom of heaven. Can you imagine Jesus speaking to us right now? Unbelieving generation. Why is this church empty? What happened to the revival? Unbelieving generation. I take it very personal. I take it as a sin to me. If, if I take it, you know, it convicts me and it really, you know, hinders me when, 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 you know, I go, I'm out there anywhere I'm at. I work at home or on the bus or on the streets and I'm always witnessing somebody and if and if that person doesn't receive it or or it's just like I'm hard with myself. It's just like Lord forgive me. I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Where's my faith at? And am I saying the right words? You know? And I and I know it's just like I need more faith. We all do. I might sound a little bit kinda of harsh myself. That's just the way I am. I'm so harsh on myself. It's just not good at times. But um, that's just who I am. So he goes right here. It says, um, Jesus says, Unbelieving generation, how long should I stay with you? How long should I put up with you? Bring the boy to me so that they might. So they brought him. When the spirit saw Jesus, immediately threw the boy into the convulsion. He fell on the ground and rolled over, foaming the mouth. Jesus asked the boy's father, How long have you been like this? From, ch- from childhood, he answered. He has often thrown him into the fire of the water to kill him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. If you can. Jesus says, everything is possible for him who believes. Everything is possible for him who believes. We got to start believing. Start believing in those thousand souls. A hundred thousand souls. Five hundred churches. Lord, people need Jesus Christ. Immediately the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe. Help to overcome my unbelief. That's what we should ask the Lord every day. You know? I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. You know, he believes, but he probably doesn't even have faith. Okay? When Jesus saw the crowd was running the scene, he rebuked the evil spirit. You deaf and mute spirit, he said, I command you to go out in him and never enter him again. Amen. There's not lack of faith. There's not lack of faith. We need to strengthen our faith. Here we are. For example, you know, the faith, faith is a gift. You know, we say, we say all the time, you know, we have faith. And yeah, faith operates in our lives every day, I'm pretty sure. But there are those that, you know, have the gift of faith that through prayer, everything is answered, you know. It's just God moves in their lives all the time. For example, when I was in New Orleans, um, I was talking to Jitta about I, I wanted to go to SUM, School of Urban Missions, right, Bible College in Oakland with him. So I wanted to experience all that campus life and the challenging that Pastor Joe went through and he's going through because I seen so much growth in Jitta. And I was just like kind of, I wanted that. And I wanted to go to SUM like back in the springtime when I was at North Park. This is another Bible College school. I was there for a semester and I didn't feel nothing there. So I'm like, the summertime came and Jeddah came back, and 
I was like, dude, I want to go over there. I really want to go over there. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I got a job here and I got dues to pay. How 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 am I going to do this? I'm like, just. But the Lord put it in my heart, though. You know what I'm saying? When when God puts certain things in our hearts, we got to take that risk because faith is a risk. You know? I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go over there. And, and Lord, because you're doing this, I'm just going to put all the trust in you. Trust. I trust the God. And I'm like, I say, I'm going to make the decision. I'm going to go to SUM no matter what, regardless. You know? I know you're gonna you're gonna pay my dues, Lord. It's your bill, not my bill, because you're calling me to do this. <laughs> so, 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 you know, we're at, we're at um, New Orleans, and I talked. I'm, I'm talking to Ajita, and, and I'm telling him, "That's it. I'm doing this." And, um, and he's like, "Talk to Pastor Joe and uh, Pastor Freeman, and see what they tell you." It's like, okay. And I I prayed about it for like a couple weeks too. I was like, "Lord, Lord, Lord, help me, help me." And um, little you know, I'm like that same day that I told Jenna that we were going back to the school, SUM, and Pastor Joe sits us all in the room. Remember, Susie? He sits all in the room, right? And I'm I'm a pretty, you know, I I, I was kind of slow to catch this <laughs> because <laughs> he sits us down in the room, and and then he starts telling us, you know, Dr. Miller walks in, he's the dean of the school, and he starts telling us that, you know. How would you like guys to, you know, go to Bible college? And we're like, everybody's just kind of like surprised what's going on. And then, and then he says like, oh, we're going to, you know, we, 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 we're going to have a Bible college at Metro Praise Church. And, you know, we're going to do it through webcam and, and the vision is to open up a campus. And, and I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, I want to go to Oakland. I want to go to Oakland. I can't wait to talk to him. I can't wait to talk to him. I, I tell him that I want to go to Oakland. And and then and then the Lord's smacking me in the head, and I'm still not reacting. He's like, I'm bringing Oakland to Chicago. <laughs> and I'm like, praise God. I'm like, but then like still, I'm like, that's. I'm like, you see that? I'm like, I prayed about it. I have faith in it. I have faith God like was going to take care of everything. And like, I didn't have to go to Oakland, leave my job, and and I'm like, go over there and then worry about my dues. God brought SUM here. <laughs> I was just like. That was that was just God right there, and like Jada tells me, Grisel tells me, like that was so God, and I'm like, huh? Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> guys. See, we, we gotta always, you know, we get caught up, guys. We get caught up with with a lot of stuff in our lives, and uh, we gotta pay attention to what God is doing in our lives. A lot of times, you know, He's just right there in our noses and smacking us around, and and we're not we're not doing much about it, you know. Sometimes He's answering our prayers and. We got to do one little step to move up, you know, from that pebble, little step tone, to cross that little pod so you won't fall down. So, <laughs> and we, we, we ignore it, you know. We just, that's how much we need God, man. We need Him so much. Because all this, I'm preaching about faith, you know, what belief can do, worshiping God and praying. It's it's all for for God's kingdom, you know, to further his kingdom. That's 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 our purpose here, you know. He made us to serve him and love him. Therefore, what 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 we have to do, I'm like Jesus Christ, he died on the cross for us, he took it all away, you know, the sicknesses, the sorrow, and the most important the sins. He showed us the way, you know, he says, I am the way, 
I am the truth. I am the life. He's the only way. It's not our mom's way or your friend's way or your girlfriend's way. It's Jesus Christ's way. One way. And, you know, everything he says is truth, man. And a lot of times we read the word. When we read it, we got really like read it over and over. Like I'm like one of those persons. I got to read it over and over again because I'm a slow learner. Passive learner. I want to say slow. I'm a very good learner. All right. <laughs> In Jesus' name. Amen. So, um, yes, it's further God's kingdom. You know, really, guys, I'm like, I want everybody here <laughs> to pray about, you know, going out there, you know, just getting off your comfort zone and seeking, you know, reaching out for people. Reaching out for people and then let them know about Jesus Christ, you know. That vision is not done. Jesus Christ, I'm like, the Lord is not done with us. It's been three years and we're still here. You know, it could be four years and we could have five more churches. In Jesus' name. Let's go to um, Hebrews 1, 6. Back to Hebrews in closing. Yes, yes, you guys can stretch already. Yeah, I'm about to close. Hebrews 11, 6. Did I say 1, 6? 11, 6. I'm sorry. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to Him must believe that He exists and that He rewards those who earnestly seek Him. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. God, I have faith, guys. I ask God to strengthen our faith and grow. I'm like, we need to grow more in our faith. And you will see it. You will see, you know, God, you know, strengthening our faith and, and just things will happen like our family is getting saved. You know, my brother, I would never imagine my brother walking to this church and he came today. <laughs> I was just like, yes. Like, there's another story that I have. Where, where I was keeping my mom in prayer a whole lot. There's a time, like I always do. This time I was like, I was just earnestly, like I just felt like this burden in me. It's like, Mom, Mom, you got to get saved, Lord. My mom got to get saved. And I'm just praying for her so much. And then I start preaching to her. And then she starts getting that. Because my mom, she's she's Catholic. And she, um, you know, she, she's, she has issues, I would say. You know, she's old and she's diabetic. She changed her moods and switched up and down. And it's hard for her to understand and get off her, you know, religion shame that she's in and understand by having a relationship with Jesus Christ. So, the um, my mom was so close to coming to the Spanish ministry on the Tuesday night. You know, everything was going good. I saw a lot of change in her. She started asking me about the Bible, you know, how do I read this? And, and it's, it's, uh, to me, it was like, Lord, you're working. Keep doing it. I keep praying, you know. But then all of a sudden, the devil came and, you know, discouraged my mom. Get home one day, she's, um, you know, she's she's not in the right mood. She doesn't have the right character. And then she starts telling me off for no reason. I get discouraged. I get hurt. And then what happens? I lost hope. I, I'm like, I, it slipped out of my mouth. I'm like, there's no hope in her. That's the worst thing you can do, Right? Because what hope is, remember, you put it in God's hands. 
And there's what is what how does faith operate? You've got to have hope and what is you know, certain but it's not seen yet. So I was already seeing my mom coming to the church and getting saved. And and all I'm like, I lost hope. And that just draw everything back and it just destroyed everything. I'm like, it was a good time, all the time of prayers, all the time of you know, talking to the Lord about her and all the time about preaching to her. I spent preaching to her and and reading the Bible to her, and I knew there was that one day that I just said, I was, I even told Grisel, I'm like, you know, it's like, my mom has no hope, and I was just like, what, what in the world did I just say? You know, I'm like, no, I'm like, yeah, she does, and I just like, I went straight back to my mom, like, well, I'm like, I was getting to this point where like, I was losing hope, I was losing faith, and then I, I started working with my mom again, and now she's, she's doing way better than she was at that time, praise God, but remember, Says right here, without faith, it's impossible to please God. And I wasn't pleasing him when I said it. I lost hope at all. Okay? Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists. Now, there, I wasn't believing in him either again. You know? I, I, you know, the worst thing you can do is doubt yourself. When you, when you doubt on yourself, you're not just doubting yourself, you're doubting on God. So, Please, good Lord, Father, God, just don't allow us to be double-minded ever, Lord, Father. Ever, Father, God. And it says, Who believes in Him must believe that He assists and that He reward those who earnestly seek Him. Earnestly seek Him. Worship. Worship. Worship in prayer. So, Ask yourself, guys, where are you guys applying your faith at today? Where, I'm like, where, where is your faith? Are you guys just like want to grow more, which is great. But I think there's more than that already. I'm like, we've got strong disciples here that need to further. I'm like, we've got to start pulling in people in, you know, reaching out for other people. And forget about ourselves. You know, God's taking care of us. You know, he's already guiding us. He's, he's always, he's, he's with us right now. You know, it's time about, you know, you know, forget about ourselves and go for other people. Reach out. Amen? Amen. All for the further of his kingdom. Praise God. Hallelujah.